Hello again, and blessings to you. Uh, again, this is Richard Spangler, and we've been discussing the fire of God and the passion of God. And now we're moving to the third time God shows his fire and passion, and that's at Mount Sinai with the, making the covenant with the, with the nation of Israel. These scriptures run from Exodus 9, chapter 19 through Exodus chapter 24. Mount Sinai is an amazing discovery of what God does in all these manifestations. This is the, oh, the, the, this is the first time God makes a covenant with a nation. Before this, the covenants were individuals, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, just to name a few. In Exodus 19, the whole nation is assembled in front of Mount Sinai. Moses goes up the mountain, and God speaks with him. And he tells him, this is what you are to tell you to, to say to the descendants of Jacob and to the people of Israel. You have seen yourself what I did to, to, in Egypt, how I carried you out and brought you here. If you fully obey and keep my covenants, then out of all the nations you will be a treasured possession, out of the whole earth you will be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. God reminds the nation of what they God has done for them in Exodus 19. And, and here they are being called to be a holy nation, a kingdom of priests established for them. And uh, God gives Moses the covenant for the nation, then waits for the people to respond. And they do respond. They said the people all respond with one voice. We will do everything God, the Lord has said. So the, and this is the first time in, in, in like Exodus 19.8. The covenant is established. And now the fire in Exodus 19.9 through 20.21. God tells Moses that he's coming down the mountain to prepare the people. I'm shortening this quite a bit because of time and the study. In Exodus 19, 16 through 17, on the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning and a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet bass, and everyone in the camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. In verse 16, we've seen the beginnings of God's manifestations to the nation. The nation reacts with fear and trembling. Remember, Israel was just beginning to experience a living and powerful God. They were going through the same, the whole nation was undergoing a paradigm shift. For 400 years, they had heard stories about God, and they were moving from stories to experiencing. And we see in, in this same chapter, in verse chapter 19, verses 22 and 25, God calls Moses up to the mountain to receive instructions from the people and the priests and comes back down the mountain. Now that's interesting because he comes back down the mountain. And then in Exodus chapter 20, it says, And the Lord spoke these words, and he spoke the commandments of God directly to the whole nation. His voice comes out of the mountain directly to the whole nation, and the entire nation is gripped with fear and they back away. And they go and tell us, hey, Moses, you go talk to God. Tell us what he says, or he's going to kill us. Sadly, that's the way many of us are today. We like the apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists to talk to God and tell us what he says. As with Israel, God wants us to have a relationship and communicate with us, each one of us today. 
God continues to give Moses details of the covenant in Exodus 2023. In Exodus 24, the confirmation is confirmed again when God tells the people the words in the law and they respond, we will do everything the Lord has said we do. This is the second time. Then the book of the covenant is written and the people say in, in Exodus 20, everything the Lord has do, we will, we will do and we will be obedient. Moses has then wrote down everything. This is the third time the nation saying everything that we will do. And in verse 24, chapter 24, verse 8, Moses takes the blood from the sacrifices and sprinkles it on the pavements and declares a gov covenant, a blood covenant between God and the nation. In Exodus 24, 9 through 19, Moses, Aaron, and Adinad, and Abihu, and the 70 of Israel goes, go up, go up the mountain, and Joshua goes up with them, and they meet God. They see a, a, a manifestation of God. Several translations state that God prepared a meal for them, and they ate and drank, and God did not kill them. The establishment of the covenant of Israel is complete. They saw the fire of God's power and presence. They had the spoken word of God coming out of the mountain. They had the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in the meal and communion with the elders. All this for covenant. All this to let the nation know that they were a covenant people and that God desired relationship with them. God's fire was not only the power, but it was his passion for the people. It, it, when he spoke to the people directly, that's what he wants to do for each one of us is speak directly into our hearts. As you take time to study the Mount Sinai experience and see what God does in, 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 in these chapters, it's amazing. Here's unpeople who have been in captivity for 400 years. He's brought them out through the Red Sea, destroyed their enemies, and yet they began to grumble and complain. He gave them water. He gave them, he gave them manna. All manifestations of himself before the, before the covenant was even made. Much like us, God provides for us every day even though we don't know him. Even though we may have experiences with him, but we do not know him. And then at the mountain, the Mount Sinai, the Mount of Covenant, the people agree to make covenant. And God shows up with his passion, his fire, his love. All these individual manifestations combine to show the people who God is. The, plump, the, the voice of God speaking directly to them. Isn't that amazing? God speaks directly to the people. And declares his law to them directly. And then, at this point, the people are moved with fear. And the entire nation moves away, literally, to the other side of the valley. God desired for them to know him personally, intimately, one-on-one. -on -one. When you speak to someone with your voice, you're desiring to communicate with them. You're desiring to express yourself to them. And he could have very easily said, okay, Moses, we're going to do it. We're going to come up. I'm going to give you the Ten Commandments. You take it back down. And we know what happened when he did that. The people broke covenant almost immediately. But God's love, his passion for his people was still strong. There was a strong and permanent 
covenant made and the nation declared three times we will do everything that we will that you say to do the power of god's love the power of god's passion he was looking down to the time of jesus when the covenant would be fulfilled in a way that these that the people here in sinai could not even imagine could not even grasp what god was going to do he called them a kingdom of priests a holy nation priests have relationship with god we are called to be in relationship with god we are a kingdom of priests a holy nation we're a peculiar people we are given things that they didn't have and it's all because of god's love his passion for mankind his passion for you we're going to see the passion begin to come out as God moves forward and further and further into this. And, and, and the whole story is complete with Aaron and the, and the 72 elders and Moses and Aaron and David and Dehu and Joshua coming up the mountain and meeting with God. And they're on the mountain and the scripture says and God didn't kill them. You know, kind of a good thing. But it also said he had a meal for them. And in several translations it says they could see, they saw underneath his feet a crystal a crystal laker and he could, they could see the entire universe underneath the feet of this manifestation of God. Can you even imagine what that must have been like for the elders? All this for covenant. So we have the fire of God, his power and his presence and his love manifested in this fire. We have the spoken word, God speaking directly to the people. God proclaiming his word to the people, declaring his love for them. Oh, this is the spoken word, Jesus. And then finally, we have the manifestation of this fellowship and communion with the elders, the Holy Spirit. All this for our covenant with the nation all this to show him to show the nation each person how much he loves them it's an amazing amazing time you can study it you can review it read the entire mount sinai experience from exodus 19 through exodus 24 see what what happens and how much how many manifestations there are of god this this whole what we're talking about here is laying the groundwork for what we're going to talk about in acts chapter 2 and, and before the manifestations that took place with the covenant when jesus christ fulfilled the covenant and established the new covenant on the earth we're going to be looking at that later on but it's all because of god's love and passion for us he knew that Israel would mess up. He knew that it, he made provision for it. He made provision for forgiveness. He placed it into the law. He placed it into the covenant that there would be forgiveness. He also wanted the people to be examples to the nations around them of, of, of relationship with God. They never really grasped that. They, got, they developed a concept of, we, it's just us. We're the special ones. We're the chosen. And no one else can come in. 
Sadly, a lot of people today have that same attitude. Oh, we'll, we'll, it's just us. God's not a just us God. God's an all-encompassing, loving, passionate God who cares about every individual on the earth. His calling to us is as clear today as it was at Mount Sinai. Come and have fellowship with me. Come and know me. I want to know you. I want to be in covenant with you. I want you to walk with me. And that's the call here. That's the call to the nation of Israel. That's the covenant that is established for this nation. That they would be a kingdom of priests. That's, that's what they agreed to. To be in relationship with God. And have him as their king. And the amazing thing is. God first reminded them of all the stuff he did before. And then he did what he did right there on the mountain. And yet, when Moses went up to the mountain to get the tablets of stone, the people fell away into sin. And God still, for even just that little short period of time, God still forgave them. He still forgives us. When we fall into sin, when we do things wrong today, we have the free, through the blood of Jesus, we have that point where we can say, God, forgive me, and he forgives us. He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. He forgave them. He cleansed them from all. The ones who repented and went to God's side were forgiven. The others had sowed their own destruction. So my friends, it's up to us. Relationship, walking in the love of God, are facing the eternity without him creating our own judgment in our own bodies for our sins sadly most people choose the other way the enemy comes and says this was all this was all to terrify the people this was all to put fear in people and it wasn't that at all it was about God reaching out and saying I love you I want you to know me I'm showing you just a glimpse of who I am and I'm speaking to you directly and powerfully. And God wants to speak to you directly and powerfully because he loves you. And he's filled with passion for you. And he wants to take you to that place beyond Mount Sinai. To the place of relationship. Of being in a relationship. Of becoming what he has called you to be. A son and daughter of God. He's called you to be. He's giving you the assignment to be king. For us to be kings and priests. To be a royal priesthood. A holy nation. For we were called out of darkness. Into his glorious light. And that's because of his love. Because of his passion. So as we move forward. And we're going to be looking next at Gideon. And the temple. We're going to be looking at the continuation of this covenant and how God worked through it with Elijah. And then finally, we're going to look at the establishment of the, of the new covenant through Jesus Christ and the passion and the love that was poured out there. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you now. Lord, thank you. Thank you. That the word of God is all about your love, all about your passion for us all about your forgiving us. Lord, you, when, you, when you 
thought to create us, you were madly and passionately in love with us. And your passion continues today. You have eternal passion for each one of us. Lord God, help those listening to this today to, to realize and to accept the fact that you are passionately in love for them, after them. You are seeking them out actively as much as you sought out Israel, as much as you brought, them out of the de- brought Israel out of the desert, you brought out of the wilderness, you bring us out of wildernesses. As much as you brought us out of the world, you brought them out of the world. You, Lord God, we ask you to speak powerfully and mightily to each one, and we thank you for it. Let each one begin to hear your voice and to walk with you as you desired for Israel, you desired for us, and even more so today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. Until next time, uh, we'll, we'll continue this work, and we'll be looking at Gideon and possibly getting into the temple and discussing the temple dedication. God bless you. Bye-bye.